more coffee? Okay, you okay. get some more coffee. That's fine. Okay, thank you. I, of course, am Mary B's number five son. I have four older brothers, Jim, John, Joe, Jerry. Noise you've heard at the beginning, it's my coffee maker, Rhonda. When I need a cup of coffee, I always say, of course, help me, Rhonda. When I need an emergency cup of coffee, I then say, help me, Rhonda, help, help me, Rhonda. Thank you, Rhonda, for another great cup of coffee to start the morning off. Welcome again to Coffee Break with Mary B's Fifth Son. I am Jeff. All right, let's get rolling with this week's episode number 133, season four, episode 13. Yikes. Wow. We're recording this the day after Thanksgiving, which means it's uh, Black Friday. Today, Nebraska plays Iowa. If Nebraska wins. They will uh, make it to a bowl game for the first time, I think, in seven years. It's terrible. They were terrible last week. They should have won last week. Again, their offensive coordinator, absolutely terrible. Hopefully they win. If they lose, you know, the drought will continue. And uh, I have a great song ready for them if they lose. Well, let's get going. We started today's thing off with Marie Osmond's version of Merry Christmas, Darling, a Karen Carpenter staple. So we got that one. Then we followed up with Karen Carpenter. No place like home for the holidays. And then later, I found this great duet with Dick Van Dyke and Bobby Gentry doing their version of Silver Bells from 1976. Yikes. Wow. Two of my favorite people. Silver bells. Silver bells. Silver bells. Silver bells. It's Christmas time in the city. Of course, we'll play another Charlie McLean song because that's what the producers forced me to do. So we will continue playing Charlie McLean songs at her behest. But he couldn't take it. Now she's raising them all Growing up happens in a heartbeat. One day you're in diapers, 
Now, let's get back into uh, Thanksgiving. A couple of things happened on Thanksgiving. One, of course, I had my very first cup of coffee on Thanksgiving 1967. Uh, my mom made me that one and Carnation Instant Milk. Again, I don't know how many people are familiar with the old Carnation Instant Milk from a box, but that's what I used for my first cup of coffee. Then, of course, uh, my mom passed away on Thanksgiving late in the evening on Thanksgiving of 83. I'm going to give a story right now. <laughs> it's not a fond story of Thanksgiving, but it's a good story because this was the first year that uh, Pam and I did not host my family for Thanksgiving in, my gosh, 42 years. So, But it started falling apart. Oh, let's give an estimate to 10 years. So with my uh, family, with my brothers and sisters, I'm number five. Okay, Mary B's fifth son, which means I have four older brothers. Okay, and then my sister is the sixth child. This story, it's got to be at least 10 years. We're having Thanksgiving dinner. Okay, and uh, let's call him number, number six is at our house. And, uh, you know, everybody's sitting around. It's, I don't know, about one o'clock. We're not going to eat till 2.30. She's there. Number four is there with his family. You know, number three is in Florida, so he's there. Uh, number two is with his family in um, the other suburbs. But we would always have one, four, and six coming over with their families. One's not there yet. Six is there with her family. So we're sitting around, and then um, all of a sudden, one shows up. He's alone. His family's not with him. He tells number six, can you come out on the front porch? I need to talk to you. I'm looking out the window, and you could see one yelling at six. I don't know, for lack of a better word, I want to call it screaming, but yelling. He's turning all red, yelling at her. When they're done, six tells her kids and uh, her husband, let's go. And they stepped out, if that's what it's called, where they got in line and they all walked out to the car, got in the car and left. And then uh, one is, I don't know, I, don't, I can't remember if he apologized, said something and then he left. Then that was it. So we tried calling six on the cell phone to tell her that one has left and to come back and uh, continue the meal. They didn't come back. The ones that profited, well, lack of a better word, that gained from that was our neighbors were rehabbing their house and they were not having people over for Thanksgiving or going anywhere. So we brought the extra food that one in six did not eat. We brought them over to our neighbor's house, which they were very grateful and they're great people. So they enjoyed our Thanksgiving meal. So then we come to find out that because we're like, well, what the hell happened? That apparently someone made a call to one's home at like five in the morning. We don't know what was said or what happened, whatever. But whatever it was, he accused Six of making that phone call. So we never found out why, what it was about. No one, one or Six would never say. Would Six denied it. I had told her, I said, give me your phone bills and I'll be able to prove that you didn't make that call. If you didn't make the call, give me all your phone bills from whatever they're saying one is saying you made a phone call. Give me that phone bill. You know, because maybe working for AT&T, you know, I'm familiar with phone bills, okay? Dates and times. I don't know, about a week later, she pulls all the information. I don't know if it was from Verizon or wherever, but she gives me a couple of months of billing. Do you know what was missing from that bill? Uh, the page that of that day. You know, all them pages. And you know what? The page from that day that 
one accused six of making that phone call. It wasn't in there. I said, well, where's that? Well, I can't find it. I go, well, it's the only page missing. I'm kind of thinking that you made that call. So six continued to deny it. Don't know for sure. Can't say for sure that she actually made that phone call. But what I can say is that the page for that day, the, the calls was missing. So it's because she gave me like a couple of months. And I went through every page. And the only day missing was that day. You know, if I'm in a court of law and that evidence is brought in, okay, six is guilty. But I'm not going to say she's guilty because I can't see it and I'm not a judge or a jury, whatever. Getting back to Thanksgiving, that literally destroyed our Thanksgiving after that. They would always, you know, is one going to be there? Is six going to be there? They would always ask and this and that. And then I call it the dysfunctional family Thanksgiving. They didn't talk to each other for, I don't know, 10 years? Ten, yeah, at least 10 years. Now they're best buddies. I won't get into that, but now they're, they're BFFs. They didn't talk for at least 10 years, uh, which is interesting. It's a vicious circle. Uh, my mother was probably rolling over in her grave watching these two going at it. The family gatherings were always going on Thanksgiving. You know, everyone went their own way. So, um, And then it, this year was the first year that uh, Pam and I did not host Thanksgiving. Actually, yesterday, what we did was we did a little shopping, went to breakfast with uh, the girls, and then uh, came home, watched a couple of Hallmark movies, Christmas movies, and Gap, Grand American Family, Christmas movies. So that was our new Thanksgiving. Um, and then we celebrated, actually, Thanksgiving on Sunday with our grandson because he wasn't around on Thanksgiving this year. So we had it. I showed him cooking the, the turkey on the grill and everything. He had a fun time. Played a little football. So it was good. It was, it was a fun Thanksgiving on the Sunday before Thanksgiving. And the only other horror story, I think I did mention this, when we lived in California in 1968, we were at my Aunt Marge's in Riverside, and we were living in San Bernardino, and I fell asleep on the floor. And when I woke up, and that was since Thanksgiving, I fell asleep on the floor. When I woke up, everybody's gone. They left me at Aunt Marge's house. Yikes. That wasn't a pretty uh, evening for, for me after they left. So I tried not to fall asleep anywhere else, which I failed at. So, uh, producer, have you been watching any Hallmark? Christmas movies? No? Oh. No, I've been watching Peanuts. Peanuts? What's that? Charlie Brown? Yeah. That's a half hour long. I watched Arthur's Christmas. Uh, I love it because the grandfather of Santa Claus says globular warming. And then he says, uh, oh, it's a lot of hot cocoa. Oh, my God. Yikes. And then I watched Elf, obviously. Elf. Um, we watched Elf with the grandson, which mm -hmm. I, I forgot. How good that movie really is. I like so all good. the foreshortening in the in the uh, Elf Village. I also watched Klaus. It's Watch an animation language. with, I think, Jason Schwartzman and a few other people. Klaus? It's really, really good. Yeah, it's about the origin of Santa Claus. Really? Oh, mm -hmm. You and your like grandson would really like it. Okay. All right. I'll put that one in my mental Rolodex. Uh, Grinch. The Grinch. Um, yeah, you know the animated down, one? Take them to see the play downtown. Okay, I wanted to go see that so bad. Uh, I'm, yeah. I, you got to let me know how it is. Yeah. Mary Lou Who. Wendy Lou Who. Mary Lou Who. You want to watch a good Hallmark one? We were watching yesterday. It's called Holiday Hotline. They meet and calling on uh, one of those hotlines, like Butterball. They ask how to cook a turkey and all of that. So they meet on it. It's a, It was a, it, a really good Hallmark. So they've had a bunch of good Hallmarks, and they've had a bunch of good uh, GAC ones, Great American Family. So, you know, I did mention the Jill Wagner one. It's been uphill since then. You know, I hate to Yay! rip on Jill Wagner, but honey, get your hair back, okay? Grow your hair, okay? 
rub some chia pet mud in your hair and grow it back, please. And then I found that great one, that Christmas duet with Dick Van Dyke and Bobby Gentry. Okay, I love Dick Van Dyke. I follow so him on I. Instagram. He's just incredible. I love him so much. Guy was one of the best entertainers ever. So, but he's still alive. Yeah, he got, he's got to be close to 100. Uh, I think yeah. he's like 95. So I Googled Bobby Gentry Christmas. That one came up. I'm like, oh, this is good stuff. Then I got the Marie one with Merry Christmas, darling. He's 97. 97. I know he was born in Missouri, but I'm pretty sure he he lived I'll in look Illinois it up, uh, for a long time. Yeah, Danville, Illinois. Same yeah. town as uh, Gene Hackman, I believe. Danville, Illinois. Susan, Albert, Morris, Ingram, blah, 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 Joshua Ferris, Gene Hackman, Brett Haley, Ned Luke, Helen Morgan, Donald O'Connor, Bobby Short. Matthew Stover, Dick Van Dyke, Jerry Van Dyke, Kelly Jean Van Dyke, Helen Wells. Did it give Gene Hickman? Yeah, it did. Okay, good. Yeah, there's uh, sports people, military space, Joseph R. Tanner. He's an astronaut. He's from Danville, or is from Danville. All right, that's Illinois. That's right. Dick military people. Yikes. All right, let's wrap this up. Three, two, one. Over and out in Checkmate King 2 to White Rook, White Rook. Over. Yikes. Instagram, which is at Mary B's Fifth Son, M A R Y B S, number five, T H S O N. Okay, any comments or suggestions, good or bad, send them to our email, which is Mary B S 5. S O N at gmail.com. So that would be M A R Y B S, the number five, S O N at gmail.com. To my mom, again, who always said two things will make a day go by better coffee and a smile. If you put those two together, you're going to have a good day. Thanks again for joining us with Coffee Break with Mary B's Fifth Son. Join us next week. Thanks for joining us. I'm your host, Jeff Balser. The intro was by Yvonne Two Elements. Thank you. Uh, production by Downtown Media Works. Join us every Sunday morning for Coffee Break with Mary B's Fifth Son. And you can like and subscribe us on Apple Podcasts. And you can also find our website on Buzzsprout. Ah!